Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. This is Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela, episode 25, Auras and Careers. So we're going to be talking today about why you like your job, why you don't like your job, what kind of clarity you need to get the job you like, what motivates you, all of that. But first, talking to my red and blue husband here. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys. What's going on? I don't know. We're talking about careers, huh? Yeah, that's like a big topic around here. Well, it's interesting because I'm actually in the midst of a career change. You're in transition. I'm in transition. transition. Ever since your hypnotherapy session. Yes. Is that like, do I have orange around me? Because a lot of times you say like when there's major change coming, you see orange. Yeah, sometimes I'll see that, but not on you. Like you, You get like fuzzy blue, which I explain in my throw and shade and aura color podcast like what that means but like okay. yeah so what am i right now i know i ask this all the time you do right now even abby this morning looked mm. at you on the couch turned around and said hey daddy your aura is blue so is that bad yeah because like right you're <laughs> you're red and blue but sometimes like you get too blue okay. like it'll get fuzzy or overwhelming and that's when i feel like you feel out of control and like you have to fix everything or, you know, it's just because yeah. we got whatever is going on in life. Well, we do have some big a lot. possible changes. We're juggling a lot of yeah, things Yeah, we, we right have a lot now. of things going on. Yeah. With the uh, business. So let, let's, since we're doing careers. Okay. Now I've been a teacher. This is my 19th or 20th year. I can't even remember. Ooh. So as a teacher, yeah. what colors, like as that, could you even decipher that for me? Yeah. Teachers are often some sort of blue, but it kind of depends like. your lasting power in education (laughs) it depends you know what i mean like on how much you can leave at the door like when you leave which that's why you've been able to stay as long as you have like when you leave the building you're done right i couldn't do that when i was teaching but you do have enough blue in you to teach but the red in you is kind of it has an issue with it teaching attracts a lot of different aura colors so so you're saying red would be a bad color for teaching it's not bad it's Teaching is one of those things where you can feel very autonomous. Like you mm-hmm. could never, you teach high school. Right. And you've always taught, well, you, there was that little stint you taught middle school. Like one year. Yeah. But like you could never teach like middle or elementary Too many other people, the parents, the coworkers, the this, the that, right? People can't deal with other people questioning their authority. So I probably would have been a better like, as like a professor. Yes. Yeah. If you could have done like professor, even higher level education, adult education, that would have been better for mm-hmm. you. I mean, what's the typical shelf life of a teacher? Like three to five years? Yeah, they say they... the burnout rate's five years. Yeah, and then you either do what I do, which is just check it at the door. Yeah. Or you just drink really heavily. Yes, a lot of. <laughs> I see teachers just. There is no bigger freak than a teacher. Yeah. Let me tell you. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we had a uh, teacher when I was in high school. Yeah. That would you know on his lunch break would go to the bar. <laughs> it's what he had to do. You yeah. get it now, don't he would go you? Go to Tom O'Malley's. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't mean to insult any Irish people, but he was Irish guy at a wow. lunch break. I'm super insulted right yeah. now. <laughs> he would go to uh, Tom O'Malley's bar. But being a teacher's hard. Like, I read these stories, like, where they do these awful things to children. Like, there was just one down here, of course, a Florida teacher stuck hand sanitizer in a kid's mouth. Listen, if that was my kid, I'd be mad, and that's bad, and that's not good, and you shouldn't do that or anything. But there's a part of me that's, like, my former teacher that's like, well, what'd the kid do? Like, seriously, what'd that yeah. kid do? Because, like, I know. I worked for, like, little kids. And, like, they're, like, when I was in middle school, they're they're tough, man. Yeah. They I mean, test you. You really should retire from teaching after <laughs> five years max. Unless you want permanent damage. I mean, <laughs> Which you currently have. Which I do. You're going to get brain damage. You're going to get liver disease if you're drinking. I, I mean, there's everything goes wrong. It's like, almost like playing football. 
Okay. <laughs> like some football players are smart. They retire after four or five years and they're, they're brilliant. They're smart because they know if they play another five years, the rest of their lives are going to be miserable. So you're saying they should study the brains of deceased yeah. teachers and yeah. just see like how it's changed us. Correct. <laughs> because after a certain time, you're, you're finished. Like I, like I'm, you know, getting out of teaching now. I'm going into this new career that I've been, you know, kind of mixing for the last three years. But I'm, I'm like severely damaged. You are. Like you don't really want me doing you have a lot the of things trauma. I'm probably doing for your business <laughs> because my brain no longer functions properly from being a teacher so well, long. You really do know how people think. Yeah. Like you do. Like you like when somebody says something to you, like you're like you you're in their heads immediately, which like yeah. you do gain that insight when you're teaching how people think. I just saw this commercial the other day for a guy, I think his name is the Walenda. Oh my gosh, Nick Walenda. Nick Walenda. And he's gonna, I guess, tight walk, whatever yeah, what tight you call rope it. Tight walk, walk tight over a volcano. Now he might have been a teacher previously. <laughs> something he might have been a teacher something happened to him and something happened because why would you walk over a <laughs> he's volcano walked over all sorts of things my parents love him yeah it's like like the super bowl like for my family yeah when, i've been trying to figure it out i think yeah. what he does i think what he did he like he went to like those guys on botched you know that show botched yeah with yeah the doctors yeah the guy those obnoxious one doctor terry and, yeah terry yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the show. we watched it a couple times yeah, i forget their names and i think what he might have like cosmetically done is made like a track in his foot so okay. the wires go into the track. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. And he never shows his feet. You notice that? Yeah, he always wears those ballet slippers. Yes. Underneath that, there's a track <laughs> in his foot. He's got a track in each foot. And the wire just slips into the track. And that's how he does it. Because I feel like if I did it, I'd want to be barefoot. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know? I think he's hiding the track foot. Wow. He's got a track foot. Yeah, Nick Walenda. Yeah, Nick he's Willenda. walking across the volcano. I'm not impressed with that. Are but, you? Well, he's... He's green and purple. Okay. His aura aligns to that in. He's he's a showman. Yeah. You know, he knows how to make his own buzz. He's purple. Yep. He creates with social media, marketing, attention, that kind of thing. It works. We're paying attention. He gets True. specials all the flipping time. Yes, he does. Walking across things. He's like a David Copperfield of this time. Right? Yes, he's made it interesting. I mean, I guess if you walk across a volcano, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, I would want to see him like walk across the ocean. Okay. The with, whole ocean. Which yeah, one? the whole ocean. Okay. Exactly. With <laughs> great white sharks lined up and a lot of like uh, seals like in bait in the, in the water. Oh, my gosh. And like make the wire very low so where they could actually kind of get him and see like <laughs> as they jump towards him. If it knocks him off his track foot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's a production. Yeah. That's next. He's yeah. going to do that. He's listening. Yeah. Because then, then he'd be up there. If he did that, he'd be up there with that guy that did the free solo for me. Oh, free. They, you that love guy. that guy. What's that his guy. name again? Uh, Alex. You know, I want to see Nick Lando walk across. What's that one, Indiana Jones, where they have the rickety bridge? Is that the Temple of Doom? Temple of Doom. Yeah. And they're all like, there's alligators. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like when they're stuck in between the two cliffs yeah. and they're fighting on the rickety bridge. and it I want to see them walk across that. Yeah. And that's the scene cool. below it. Wow. Like every time they shoot to just angry crocodiles. <laughs> so, okay. so, all right. So as I'm transitioning back, yes. yeah, forget about Nick. Already. Yeah, sorry. We talked yeah. way too much about him. Yeah. And again, we're talking about him. See? See? He made it to our podcast. Green purple people can do that. Dreams can't come true, Nick. You made it to our podcast. <laughs> You're so lucky. You lucky man, you. All right. What I was going to say was, okay, so now I'm transitioning to this new role. Yes. As I've been, you know, doing the last few years as, you know, full-time manager and doing all the business aspects of, of your practice, mm -hmm. you know, doing all the emailing, the scheduling. Um, is that more like for red? Is that is that yeah. more aligned with my colors? Yeah, that's the thing too. Like everybody has, usually people have two aura colors and that's their aura colors, but one kind of 
they do better when one takes over, you okay. know, a little bit. Like you're, you do better when you're a little more red. Why? Yeah. Because being red, you do need to feel like you're in control. And being in control is super important for red. So like when you have these little moments where you feel like, okay, like this is my world. I'm in control of it. That makes you feel balanced and calm. Okay. And that's a red person thing. When I podcast, you say I'm red a lot. Yeah, because it's creative and you're in charge. You know, you get to like talk about what you want to talk about right. and, and, you know, kind of produce it or whatever you do. Okay. Whatever this is with your post-it note. <laughs> like, yes, I do have, you're uh, so organized instead of talking this morning we just did it in front of microphones by the way yeah like, I have this no, is how we speak to yeah. each other no i have no yellow <laughs> i could post this post-it note to the mr michaela's special should. family yeah, those are very page. detailed notes you could see how i actually prepare but i know that you help us try to get new audiences and yes. things like that yeah so i'm always doing things you know i'm always reaching out to people or mm -hmm. taking their calls and, you know, trying to set things up for us. Yeah, you like connections. Uh, with the podcast, I, you know, I'm very interested in the demographics. Like, who's yeah. listening, who's not listening? Women. Women are listening. <laughs> we have like a 97%. I wonder why. Uh, of women viewership. <laughs> right. And give or take like 2 3% male viewership. We have a few. Yeah. And of those 2 to 3% male, I think about 1% to 2% or 1.5% would be Amish. Because I, of you. Because of me. Yes. Yeah. We have a very large Amish <laughs> contingent. Got, yes. <laughs> and how do I know this, you ask? Yeah, I didn't. Okay. But go on. <laughs> but I'll tell you anyway. I can see all the counties and the states and where oh. people are listening from. Okay. So, you know, I looked up Lancaster, PA. Yeah. And it, it like just like boom, 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 boom. There's oh, like, yeah, it just, just like shouts out at you. Like Whoa. this massive number <laughs> listening from there. It always confuses me. Because the Amish aren't supposed to be using electronics, but okay. They might be doing it in hiding, in hiding. secret. There's yeah. a lot of secrets in the I Amish community. I think you community. could use batteries, but not plugs. Okay. So they're listening to like transistor radios yeah, on, on podcasts? Yeah, podcast, sure. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how that works, but okay. yeah. Because I think batteries are okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I know way too much about Amish people. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we went to the Amish community a lot. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of their donuts. We did. Yeah. But back yeah. In, when Buffalo's we lived in Buffalo. Closer. Yeah. And speaking of Buffalo, our viewership in Buffalo skyrocketing. Yes, it's Buffalo, good. Buffalo Bill's people are very loyal. Bills Mafia. Wings. When they, yeah. When they know you're from Buffalo, yeah. they will They're support supportive. you. They're supportive. My yes. accent. Yes. All of it. Yes. Brings um, them in. Kansas. I, I've been very <laughs> focused on Kansas. <laughs> we have listeners in Kansas. And it's going up. Yes. Yes. Like, it's skyrocketing. Yeah, they're like, telling I, when each I, other. When I say skyrocketing, I mean like at least another three people. When every they day. hang out in their storm cellars waiting out a tornado, this is what they listen to. This is to. what they listen to. Yeah. Well, but we are struggling with male viewership. So, what I did, what I, what I tried to do was like, I thought maybe if we can get some more like sponsors okay. for male products, then maybe we can get some more males. Okay. Okay. So, I went down to Vinny's Barbershop. Right. That's about a mile away. Yeah, you go there for. For your cut sometimes. Well, no. When no. you're cheating on Jenny B. Well, they know me at Vinny's. <laughs> well, the Aura Hair Salon is where I, I do go. That's yeah, where you go. It's you, actually you called on. that, by and the way. And by the way, for a 75-cent coupon, just say Scott when you enter the door. Um, <laughs> That's not true. And Dom is going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> She's on maternity leave, so she oh, won't know. Oh, she won't know. Yeah, Jenny's there. Jenny, Nobody just, knows what we're talking about. Just, okay. If they say the name Scott or mention the Nor You Aura podcast, give them deal. 75 cents off. You're always trying to get a deal. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, Vinny, everyone knows me at Vinny's. Yes. So I went to Vinny. I said, Vinny. And, you know, he said, hey, Scotty, what's going on? You know, yeah. I, I can't do his accent. You know, he's right. He's a really Italian guy. Very. Very Italian. You know, every time I come in, he puts a meatball in my hand. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> <laughs> and I said to him, 
hey, you know, would you want to sponsor our podcast? We go way back, you know, long, long, long ways. Like, you sure. Know. And he said, okay, well, show me the numbers. He's a numbers guy. Uh-huh. I showed him the numbers. And he said, no way. Yeah, I mean, he actually said in Italian, he did this, you know, the sign where you take your hand under your uh, chin. Yeah. He gave me like the F-U. He F'd you. He F'd me you. In yeah. Italian hand I haven't got language. a meatball anymore. Yeah, I haven't got a meatball the first time he came in. <laughs> no more meatball for you. So... Vinny, he's not sponsoring us. So okay. I said, all right, let me, let's go big corporation. Okay, big, yes. Yes, just they li- they for men. They listen to us. They listen just to for us. men. I don't use it myself, but just for men. <laughs> <laughs> and they turned me down. Right. Yeah. They, you know, they just turned, they, they actually wanted to look at my hair. They yeah. looked at my hair and they turned me down. So Uh-oh. I think that was more my hair. Sad. Okay. Said, that was about you. That was personal. Yeah. Like, right. You're not gray enough. You right. Come back in 20 years. Got it. Went down to the local bowling alley. Right. Try that again, you know, put my bowling shoes on. Had my one glove. So that's what yeah. guys do. They they bowl. Yeah, I had like a shirt that said yeah. like kingpin on it or that's something. That's not even like No. I don't even know. Like there's no millennial. I would think like if we're picking a male market, they're gonna be younger than what's hanging out at the bowling alley. But I continue. Wa- I walked in playing the episode. Yeah? Yeah. People liked it. Oh, great. Not that, you know, not many, but Okay. But they said no. They oh, they rejected it. Man. My last one was, you know, the Shave for Men Club, whatever mm-hmm. that the dollar shave, whatever. Dollar shave. Yeah, you get like in the mail. Yeah. They rejected me. They rejected me. Yeah. They said my beard wasn't long enough. Yeah. So I'm going to say it was that and not because of our demographics. Right. So I was very depressed, as one would be, and I decided there's got to be a way to come up with a way for more men to listen. Yeah. So I'm going to run this idea by you and see what you think. And I I think we should go for it because I think it's going to be a home run. This is one of my home run ideas. Okay. Okay. So I think, you know, Andy Cohen, he has the Watch What Happens Live. Yes. And at the beginning of every show, he has like a, a secret word, right? He does. And if you say that word during the show, then you have to take like a shot or, oh, yeah, or a yeah. drink or You're something like that. You're supposed to take a sip from your, your cocktail. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to play that game, but we're just doing it a little differently. Okay. okay. Every time me or you, is that right? Me or you? Say a word. We'll come up with the word in a little bit. Okay. You have to take an article of clothing off. What? Yeah. Like... Strip podcast? Yes, strip podcast. <laughs> okay. This is revolutionary. Yes, there's no one doing this Nobody's right now. Nobody's doing strip podcasts. I know a lot of people are going to copy us. Like, I don't actually know that, but I'm pretty sure nobody's yeah. doing strip podcasts. Nobody's doing strip podcasts. We're going to do strip podcasts. Strip podcast. I know a lot of people are going to copy us. What's that thing, we say, that, that line or that quote about copying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you read it to me it, the other day. It, yeah, Coco Chanel. If you're original, prepare to be copied. Okay, Something so to that nature. I am going to be prepared to be copied with this. This yes. is how great this idea yeah, is. Yeah, Strip Podcast is one of the great yeah. ideas of the century. Yes, it, it's going to be. <laughs> so anytime you hear the word that we come up with, you know, you can set your rules. You know, mm. you take off a sock, whatever. Sure. You know, you could do it. Both of you have to do it. You can switch turns. You decide. So you have to listen with a partner and do it? Well, I mean, you could listen alone. Uh-huh. But I mean, that might not be as fun. The idea is to get Engage your, sig- yes, your significant other. Get your significant other. Whoever get, that get might be. Get that person involved. Right. If you have a, you know, the, the baseball team that you're on and all the guys want to listen and you want to do that, go for it. Okay. okay. All right. You know, I don't know. It's just, I'm trying to get the male listenership up. I feel like I just got a fantasy of yours revealed or something there. What group of men that played baseball that stripping to our podcast? <laughs> That's the Amish. <laughs> so, I don't know what you know, whatever bachelorette party, go okay, for it. Okay, yeah, strip yeah. podcast. Yeah. The idea is to get more men okay. involved. You know, Understood. again, you're on a first date. I don't recommend it. Okay, strip podcast, new your, game. Yeah, your fourth date. You know, you want to get to know each other better? Say, hey, hey, Tommy, come over here. Listen to this. Yeah, super don't do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not telling this idea to Vinny. He'll really be, he'll punch me in the face. But I think it'll work. And again, mm-hmm. you, you know, look, there, there are some downside, downfalls to this. A lot of people tell us, they listen in the car. 
I can't you, do that. That's you, not safe. You're probably not going to play in the car. That's not I mean, safe. You could. You could. It's not safe. Not safe. A lot of people say they live in, listen in their office. Mm. I don't recommend that. That's how you get fired. That you could purple bomb. If you're sick of your career, purple bomb it. Strip podcast. Strip podcast. Purple bomb. Purple bomb it. Mm-hmm. All right. So the big challenge we now have yes. is what is going to be the word. So what's the word today, Scott? Well, I thought about that for too. strip podcast. I thought about <laughs> I thought about that too. Okay. And I, I figured if we said the word psychic. Or, or a color. Much. It's too much. much. Everyone's going to be nude. And nude. Like the whole world will be naked. Yeah, pandemonium. Pandemonium ensues. So I figured like a word that's not going to come up in our podcast. Okay. Jumanji. Oh. Okay. T- done. Done. All right. So anytime you hear We're the gonna word. We're going to start yeah, soft, not launch soft launch it. Soft launch it. <laughs> soft launch it. Soft launch it. We're going to soft launch it. Can't we're gonna, scare you. And we're going to have a word every week from now on oh, until yeah. you guys decide that we're crazy. Okay. Or not. Maybe it'll work. <laughs> and today's going to be Jumanji. In about 30 seconds, we'll say after that, it starts. Yeah. Okay. Are you okay with this? Yeah. You know what? We have to try new things, you know? Yeah. To, to have new things happen. Like and men listen. We need men to listen. And apparently you, from your perspective, strip podcast is a way men will listen. I, I think so. so. I mean, look. I'm going to brush aside any s- sort of thoughts about that <laughs> or misogynistic <laughs> ideals well, you're promoting, well, but I'm going to go with it. Well, I'm listen. Just, like, I'm going to deep dive into this. I'm a red. Okay. Yeah. So like if you ask me, hey. Scotty, would come you here. listen to our own podcast? And you said only if it's a strip podcast. <laughs> well, I was going to say like a bachelor podcast. Okay. I'd be like, no. But then yeah. if you're like, hey, they're playing a game where, you know, like every time okay. you hear this word, you strip. Yeah. I'd be like, okay. Okay. All right. Let's, let me try it. Then. Oh, you know what I heard? Hmm. That a lot of green people tuned in once we started talking about Star Wars one day. No, for real. Exactly. Yeah. That's my theory. That could be like another yes. thing we have to do, though, for the, okay. to get more greens. So we can, okay. Because like it's, it's not just men, it's green people. You know what we could do? What? Next week, we yeah. make the word a term from Star Wars. Oh, my gosh. You're on to something. Yeah, here. I know. Brilliant. Right. You're so brilliant. Let's, All right. Let's get, let's so get into auras. In three, wait, wait. Three, two, oh, one. Yeah. The game is on. Okay. The word is Jumanji. One. Did that one count? That one did not count. Okay. One, two, three. Have you ever seen the movie Jumanji? Yeah, Jumanji one, two, three. Do it, Jumanji with the Robin Williams Jumanji. No, the the Rock Jumanji. Yeah, we saw that. We saw that one. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Let's go. Today, I want to talk about my client's company, ThriveNaturals.com. Thrive Natural products are all natural supplements that target important areas of health, like cognitive and memory health, gut health, and more. The prebiotic and probiotic are the best sellers and are one of the most potent on the market. It was formulated by a green aura, so you know that every single ingredient was critically researched and examined on spreadsheet after spreadsheet and clinical study after clinical study. Very thoroughly researched. This green aura husband developed it for my client who was very sick at the time. He developed this prebiotic and probiotic for his wife. He did that out of love for her and it helps her a lot. Most of these similar products on the market are weaker formulations. So she takes these every day. It helps with inflammation and many other things. There is a promotional code for Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family listeners. It is Thrive. 20. So if you put that in at thrivenaturals.com, you will get 20% off. I definitely recommend that you try it. We actually had them sponsor the goodie bags at the MMSF family event. Everybody got their own Thrive Naturals vitamins, and I've already gotten a lot of good feedback about it from those who've started using it. Okay, guys. So today we're talking about auras and careers. Number one thing I get, number one question I get, 
how do I best fulfill my purpose in this lifetime? A lot of people do not feel fulfilled and that has to do with the work that you're doing. It definitely impacts you. You know, depending on your aura color, your aura combination, your soul contract, like who you are coming into this lifetime, you're going to have things that you need to feel like you're hitting in this lifetime. And career is a good way to get those things done. So I want to talk about each aura color. I want to talk about their strengths, um, like what best fits them in the job. Sometimes it's not even the job that is the motivation here. It's really what gets you up in the morning, what gets you ticking, what gets your heart passionate about something. And the title of a job, you know, if it's it's back to that manifestation. If you start understanding who you are as a person and what makes you feel alive, the job or career or really the reality that matches that will find you versus you finding it. So that's an important thing to keep in mind as I go through each aura color. So I want to start with reds. So red auras, you know, we were talking about this with Scott, you know, they're strong leaders, like they cannot be told what to do so much. They have to have autonomy. They need to be respected. They tend to have alpha energy, but they enjoy teamwork. They are motivated by competition, by challenge, numbers, you know, things that have real results, winning. These are not things to be ashamed of when you're red. I often find red men have an easier time than red women because a lot of these things I just mentioned are deemed in our society as not feminine, which can give red women kind of a tougher time in the workplace. They're seen as too strong or too assertive or or whatnot. I definitely see red women rising to the top quick because the good thing about being a red is you can block out what other people think of you. So you can kind of be like, yeah, you know, you think I'm too assertive or you think I'm too loud. Oh, well, doing it anyhow. They're motivated, like I said, by competition, by challenge, they're logical, and all these things make them really good risk takers and really good working in high-intensity environments. They do need every day to be different than the last. They don't mind dealing with people as long as they're in an authoritative position. So I often see Reds working all sorts of things like sales is a huge one for Reds, real estate, you know, any sort of sales, traveling sales, whatnot entrepreneurs. I see them starting businesses. Um, I see them as managers. Oftentimes I will see them in police or firefighter roles, service positions, military, things like that. Being an authentic red means that none of those things I just mentioned, none of those attributes I just mentioned are stressful for you. I will see, just a a note on inauthentic colors, I will see people wearing sometimes inauthentic red, which means they're in a leadership position and they end up wearing red, even though they're like a different color. And that just means you think you have to be what this job kind of requires in a way sometimes, and that doesn't feel right to you. Like you can't do the job as yourself. That's an inauthentic issue. Being authentically red means these things feel good on you. Issues I see with reds in the workplace. Reds have to work on perspective and, you know, being hot-headed. So sometimes I can see red people with issues with authority or if, for example, they're working for a company and the company gets taken over or there's basically when they're told what to do, they can get really combative and slightly self-destructive. So I do see that with red aura people, the more autonomy they have, the better. So purple people, purple people, you know, when I talk about 
renewing oneself or recreating oneself. Purple people need this the most. You know, we tell kids, hey, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's such a stressful question. I remember getting asked that as a kid. It's such a stressful question. Like, oh my gosh, what do I want to be? Like, that's it. Like, you got to pick it. And the reality is, is we set ourselves up for failure because you go to college or you get your trade or you start a job or you do what you do. And then, you know, things change. You change. You you become more yourself and you want different things. Purple people do this more than anyone. With purple people, sometimes it's not even like the job that's important to them. It's about what their day looks like. Like purple people need spontaneous energy around them. They cannot do repetitive tasks. They're too artistic and creative for that. Um, It's funny. There's two types of purple people. There's the louder purple person that likes a little bit of attention. And then there's the quieter purple person that just kind of like, I don't know, they're not attention seeking, but they're definitely going to be doing things their own way, even though they're not loud about it. So they are rebellious. Like, like purple people can't have on top of them bosses. That's a problem for them. They also can't deal with a nine to five. Like purple people will have a real hard time with a nine to five job. Like, hey, you have to be here at a certain time and you have to stay till a certain time. Like that's an issue for them. So they do better, even if the work isn't their favorite, if they have their own hours, that's better. Or even sometimes I'll see a lot of purple getting stuck in positions where they're like at an office, but they're left alone all day. So like they can go on their phone or listen to their music or do whatever they're doing while they get their work done. They have a real hard time with just being overly watched on things. So when I talk about purples and jobs the big thing is it's going to change a lot for you. You're going to want to change it up. When you feel stagnant, you're going to want something different. A lot of times it's a Band-Aid. So I'll see things like with purple people because they're so extra complex. If you don't change it up in your job, you're still needing change. So you can kind of outlet in places where it maybe it's easier for you to feel change. Like, oh, I don't know, I'll mess up this relationship I'm in or I'll, you know, do something self-destructive with my body or something like that. That's what purples have to watch out for. Purples have to understand that like, if you don't like your job, you better change it. Otherwise, something else in your life is going to change that maybe you don't want to change so much. That's kind of a situation I often see with purples when they hate their jobs. When you're purple, you'll get rebellious against yourself if you don't get rebellious against your situation. So you have to choose one. Am I going to be rebellious against myself and put myself at risk? Or am I going to be rebellious against my situation and self-advocate? That's the decision every purple has to be in at times. And that's why purples have a lot of chapters in their lives. I do see them in jobs like anything with artistry or performance. Teachers, a lot of teachers are purple. I think it's that whole autonomous working with kids thing. It's just easier. Therapy, marketing. I see them doing anything cosmetic or aesthetic. But honestly, I see a lot of purple people working in office jobs in corporate situations where they're kind of left alone doing their own thing. A lot of purple people in real estate too. Because again, the flexibility of schedule. That's what you kind of look for when you're purple. How flexible can my schedule be? Greens. Okay. I've talked so much about greens. I think my third uh, episode three was So You Married a Green. So I talked about so many things on that podcast specifically about greens. But just to kind of reiterate, greens exist in their own reality. Like that's what you have to understand about the green person. They are motivated by passion. 
and interest. And if you have a green kid, like you see this like in school or whatever, like greens are tend to, if I like learning about it, I'll do well. If I don't like learning about it, they do one of two things. They ignore it completely and fail and flunk and they don't care. Or they get through it as quick as they can with the least amount of energy possible and then move on. So green adults are the same way. If they like something, they will put a hundred million percent of themselves into it. And that's why when green people work, they're workaholics. Like when they like what they're doing, they do it all the time. Like they don't stop. That's actually healthy for a green person. Like they get very enveloped in their passions and their works. It's good for them. So they do need passion projects. They are workaholics. They do need challenge. They are able to separate their emotions from their choices. They are guided by more logic. They do need to be pushed that passion equals money or survival or those are the things that make them work in life, not obligation to their programming or like how they were raised. That's, I get a lot of greens because they're so logical. They can get, they're less flexible to change their minds about things. So what do I see greens doing? It depends on the green. A lot of engineers, scientists, architects, entrepreneurs, once again, but doing like systematic things like, you know, they develop their own marketing research company or things like none of us understand. The rest of us were like, huh, what do you do? Okay. Like, but it seems to work for them to anything technology. They can be spiritual leaders too. I see a lot of speakers like Dr. Oz is green, for example, like they kind of like make a whole system around what they say, corporate finance, a lot of finance, a lot of finance. These are all green people things. And you'll see that the connection with them is always extremely, again, autonomous, but different than reds because they don't really need to lead anybody. They're kind of happy loners. That's the difference between a green and a red. They're happy loners, whereas reds prefer working with people as long as they're under them. (laughs) So green people can get a little like off their vibe when there's when they're I don't know working too much with other people like re-explaining things they can get very tired very sick of it they're working with people that aren't on the same wavelength as them intellectually it can make them very grumpy so that's green yellows okay yellows yellows they're busy okay yellows don't like to sit still like they have a lot going on all the time it's actually when they're still or nothing's going on, they can get all stressed out. They like, is something wrong? Because I'm not busy. They love self-improvement. Anything that makes them feel, I guess, like they're working towards a better goal is good for them. So I'll often see them as accountants or therapists, directors, you know, administrative positions, marketing, interior design, small business owners. They have a little system that they've made themselves and they want to grow it and make it run as efficiently as possible. So yellows can work for other people as long as they're separate and independent. Like I often say with yellows, like you know, there's two types of kids in school, like the one that loves the group project and the one that just kind of wants to do it by themselves. That's the yellow. Like, I'll just do it myself, okay? And like, if you work with that person, you can do it with them, but be prepared to get a task. And like, you do your task the way that they told you to. They kind of do it for you. They're a bit of a perfectionist energy. So yeah, oftentimes I'll see yellows and they just kind of thrive with the completion of a task. And a lot of people do wear inauthentic yellow. Because yellow is a very societal, I guess, accepted color in a lot of ways, very professional together. So I will see like other colors, like purples and blues and stuff like that, wearing yellow because they think they have to be like that. 
And they'll be like, oh, are you, see, I'm not yellow. I'm like, here's the deal with yellows. Yellow people, and this is how you know if you're yellow or you're just wearing it. Yellow people, seriously, for the sake of organization love to be organized. There's something satisfaction oriented with them um, when they get something done correctly, the right way. When something's done in a way that's pleasing aesthetically, systematically, like just from there, they get motivation. Whereas blue people will be organized to get to the goal of Okay, the satisfaction of connecting with a person or helping them out or like feeling that they did something for somebody and getting that extra thing from it. Yellows don't necessarily need that. That's why they can be an accountant and be super happy with that. Like, I made this system perfect today. I connect to spirit that way. And when I say connect to spirit, every single aura color has their way they connect to spirit. Reds connect to spirit through feeling like they're in control. And they're doing something good with a team. Yellows connect to spirit like they've completed a task efficiently just for the sake of doing that. Greens feel connected to spirit when they are challenged and they're doing something for themselves in a, in a way that's autonomous. Self-reliance connects them to spirit. Purples connect to spirit when they feel free and their life is not pinned down in the same formula every day. Blues. Blues are healers. Blues have this thing, and here's the thing, like, not everybody connects to their work. Like, that's the other thing, like, with blue people, a lot of times, I'll be like, I'll see them too. It's not really work that feeds them, it's the people that feed them. So it's work or career, it's a means to an end. It's just how can I get to more people to feel that feeling like I help somebody. That's a blue person thing. So I do see blues if they're working, teachers, nurses, therapists, caregivers, service people, they just want to help. I see them in offices a lot, though, office environments making a place run smooth. And that can create a lot of pleasing stuff going on because for blues, they have to feel like they've made a difference in people's lives. They have to feel like they're connecting with one-on-one with people. And I call that the glow. Like if they feel like they've put some sort of avenue for that connection to the glow or spirit or God or whatever you want to call it in another person, then they get that themselves. So that's why, you know, I, I see them working there at the front lines and any sort of like traumatic event, you know, when we see on the news, like they're handing out the blankets, like right there, I see you be warm. What do you want to eat? That's what feeds a blue. It's not really the job. It's kind of like how they get to feel the glow in other people. That's why I see blues staying home like with their kids, like stay-at-home moms and stay-at-home dads. Like They can be very satisfied that way because they feel the glow in their children and their family or their family members. Not everybody needs to have this label in their lives with career. Like that's something like society puts on us. Like, what do you want to do? You're only worthy if you have a label to what you do. But with blue people, they can disconnect from that. And then they can feel like they're not good enough or there's something wrong with them. But they're not because truly their goal is to connect with people. Any way that happens, that's how they're satisfied. Indigos. Okay. Indigo and blue. I always like, what's the difference? Indigos have less capacity of dealing with tons of people. That's the difference. Where I talk about, like, for example, the blue person on the front lines hanging out the blankets. Like, blues, even though they get overwhelmed and burned out, too, have a better capability, just like nurses or whatever, of, like, instead of looking up and seeing all the work around you, they can look down and see what they're dealing with right now and get worth from that moment. Indigos tend to look up and be like, oh, my God, 
I have so much going on here. How am I going to do all this? And then indigos get burned out way quicker. So that's kind of like one of the differences. So in jobs, okay, I often see indigos because they're just a little extra, I guess we'll call them with the empath abilities. I will see indigos needing to do that healing work for people, but way more one-on-one. So like I'll see them like as speech therapists a lot. Like they go in, they work one-on-one with someone, you know, they get a lot of satisfaction from that person feeling seen and validated and helped. I see them working with the elderly one-on-one. I see them working with animals. I see them working for -for non-for-profit organizations. I see them as teachers. That's true. But usually I'll see them as specialists, like working with children with autism, for example, or working with nonverbal patients, things like that. Like they kind of need more I have five people I'm seeing today and I'm going to change those five people's lives instead of, okay, I'm walking into the hospital as a nurse and I, you know, have God knows how many, you know, patients today are walking in. It's just, that's the difference. So with indigos, they do need to understand that they need less volume, more quality time. They need to see something to the end, like from the beginning to the end. Otherwise they don't feel like they've completed their task. That's a big thing to understand in indigo careers. Pinks. I got to talk about pinks. Everyone's always like, mention the pinks. Okay. Not a lot of pink people out there, but you pinks, here's the thing. Pinks have like this caged bird thing going on. So they're kind of like, they always feel sheltered when you meet them a little bit. But you know, they're not, they, they understand that the world is the world. They've made almost this like energetic choice not to let it dim their light or affect their romantic notions of how life could be. And that makes them just very nice to be around. But also like the cruel world can label them as naive or unrealistic or, you know, silly or whatever, hopeless romantic, things like that. Or sometimes they can be misconstrued as shallow, things like that. So pinks, I often see them. They like to kind of have this la-la land thing going on. Like they do enjoy the aesthetics of life. They do enjoy being around things that make people feel good, you know, like cosmetic stuff or decor or things that are about family and closeness tradition. It's kind of like if a pink person can be described if like a purple and a yellow like combined or something like a whole different color of pink which doesn't even make sense but that's how I see it like it's a lot of like willfulness for their reality to be real even though they understand that everybody else won't agree that's a pink person thing so for careers I'll often see them just kind of I do see them in entertainment a lot like a lot of um because who's pink like Kim Kardashian's pink and Heidi Pratt like Spencer Pratt's wife, he, she's pink and Britney Spears is pink. So I see them kind of like in positions of fame, but also sheltered and protected feeling in a way. So with aura colors, again, like there's difference between authentic and inauthentic. So being authentically yourself in a position means that there's something that touches you, that hits you. It doesn't mean that it's not hard work. It just means that you're not struggling. There is a difference between hard work and struggle. Any job you do that you enjoy, you're going to do hard work. Like for me, this is like, I do a lot of hard work. Like I understand that, but I'm not struggling, if that makes sense. Like the minute you start struggling, you know, there's things that going on with your health or you feel burned out or you can't, you just can't get the motivation to get there today. Or you're just feeling like, so fatigued when you ever think about going to work today. That struggle right there, that struggle, like that's 
a warning. That's a red flag. That's a warning sign. That means something has to change now. If you don't change it, things can bleed into your actual personal life that can make you know your life very complicated all over the place. So that's why career is really important because if you don't have that on track, things in your actual life, they can all fall apart. The other thing is, is like when you need a break, and here's the thing, I get it. Spirit does not care about how you pay your bills. So I totally, they don't. Like every time I do a reading, your guides are like, yeah, we don't care. Like they don't care because they have this thing like where if you free fall into it the way you're supposed to, they got you. It's a leap of faith situation. That's hard for us to understand because we do live in this logical world and we do have bills to pay. But it's true. When you struggle, everything's a struggle. Money's going to be a struggle. Survival's a struggle. Self-reliance is a struggle. So take note of where you're struggling versus where you're working hard. There's a difference. This is auras and careers. And I talk about it a lot in my readings and it comes up all the time. And honestly, it boils down to one thing. What makes you feel connected? When you feel connected, it doesn't matter what the label of the job is. It doesn't matter how much you make or what other people think about you or what this looks like on paper. You have to take it home. You got to take it to that connection inside and be like, does this make me feel inspired today? And there is a world, trust me, I do so many readings and I see people change all the time. There is a world where yeah, career does make you feel connected. That exists. That happens. It's not always a struggle. So think about that. Hey, Scott. So that was very interesting. What'd you think? Well, it got me thinking. Oh, pondering. Kept pondering. Mm -hmm. And I pondered what we're going to have for dinner. But no, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> like you drifted off yeah, and drift, then you came back. Drift away. And yeah. Where I go. Like it's weird. Like sometimes and this is way, way off topic. But, oh. you know, the kids will be saying, Dada. Data, yeah. data, like over, like I know, and like I won't hear it till like the 80th time. I know a lot of times I like, I'm like, I'm like Scott, like they're talking to you. <laughs> like, oh, 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 okay. But you do that to me too, so <laughs> yeah. And I also thought, did you say Jumanji during that? I did not say Jumanji. All right. Well, you, you just did that. Oh. Some guy somewhere is very happy right now, <laughs> probably in Kansas. Strip oh. podcast, you're gonna make it work. Yeah. So I mean, so I'm thinking after I heard that, listen yeah. to it, I really feel like that the managerial thing is probably more for me than the teacher. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like we've established that just yeah. that you're not in such a mood. <laughs> yeah. Like when you do it versus yeah. when you're like packing up packing up your world history books to right. go to school. I feel the red coming out like right even as we do this, I feel more yeah, red. Yeah, you're more in control. Yeah. A long time ago, Scott and I did this thing where we're like, you know what? We're going to make our own magic. We're going to make our own magic. And like that's a philosophy we try to have a lot in our life. Do it yourself. Make your own magic. Okay. Don't give the control away. Right. Don't give your control away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that is definitely don't give your control yeah, away. Yeah. Don't give your I, power away. Like when we, we kind of are struggling, you know, times we do struggle with the practice, the business, but we find like when that happens, we just make our own magic. We do it ourselves. Yeah. And that usually leads to more and more things. And that's what I talked about, like hard work and struggle and what the difference is. And it's like when you find yourself struggling, yeah. you, you've done something wrong. Right. So you got to backtrack it and be like, okay. And it's always, always, always comes back to where you and I were like, we gave our power away here. That's right. This is where we gave our power. We were counting on other people to do things we needed to do ourselves. Right. No, that's, I mean, that's when we're at our worst, when we're just like sitting around like waiting, like, hey, do you think they'll call? Do you think like, they'll email next? us? Yeah. Like, no, who gives no, a crap? We got to make our own magic. Yeah. They call, they call, they don't, they don't. Yeah, that's anything. We want though. them to, but if they don't, it's not in our control. Yeah. That's when we actually do our most. We actually then we just go out and do Because we like more it. Stuff. Yeah. And then we have more fun, anyways. All right. Well, 
I think we should do, um, you know, I know a lot of people that listen to the show yeah. like reality TV. Yes. You like reality TV. I do. I am not a fan of reality TV. You watch it. Occasionally. We force you. Occasionally. Yes. <laughs> so I figured we'd do like, to see if people's jobs that they have in these reality TV shows match their aura color. So this, I've just, I don't know, let's, let's call it something. Do their fake reality TV jobs match their aura colors? Because let's face it, are these real jobs? Are they not real jobs? I don't know. I don't know who you're going to be talking about today. Well, I'm going to pick some people. Okay. And I don't know if they're their real job or not. We don't know. I'm going to try to pick people I know. Oh, okay. And hopefully you know them too. Is, okay, so I don't know who you're going to say. Right. Because right. I, you know, if I do watch a reality TV show, it's like probably a little bit off the beaten path. Okay, a yeah, more. yeah. But all right. So I'm going to start with one here. Guy. All right. Older guy. Yes. Likes to fish. Okay. He is Captain Lee. Oh, yeah. From Bravo's Below Deck. He was, okay, so Captain Lee from Below Deck. He has a very red aura. I mean, that guy is red. Yeah, because he gets mad at the, oh the crew God. a lot, right? Yeah, he was mad, and he's like, you know, he's big on respect, and he's fair. He's big on being fair, and he'll kick you off the ship. Like that was his big thing. The passengers? No, like the crew. Like oh, if you the crew. screw up, oh, you, okay. you get your money, and that's it. You go. Like in the middle of the sea. He'll kick you off? He could. Oh. I think like if it was like a hundred years earlier, he, he would, would have just made throw people, you overboard. He's the type that would make you like jump. Like, jump get overboard. Jump over Go. Deck. Walk, yeah. Walk the plank. Walk the plank. Totally. Wow. Is he only red? When I look at him, he's all red. All red. Like, no secondary color. He does, but he's so, he's got, well, I mean, he's had some sad things going on in his mm. life. So like his more recent pictures, he's got a lot of blue going mm. on there and some more like intense red, which would make me worry about him. So I feel bad for him. His son actually passed. Oh. It's wow. actually really sad. Yeah. Like on the show in Happier Times, like he's all red. Like, and, But you know what? People like a red person like for a job like that. It's like, yeah. you know, you you get what you get. You know, he's he's not, he's very upfront and direct and he's not playing games. And mm -hmm. like there's consequences to certain actions and you've already known what they were before. Like captain of the, of the yacht him. is perfect for him. Probably when he's on, on open sea and that ship is his world. Perfect. That's he's happiest. Now you know what would be interesting. Now you don't just become a captain. Yeah. So like you have to move up the ranks, right? Right. Like Bot Wayne or Butt Wayne, Butt Wayne, Bo Wayne Boats Wade or I don't, I don't know. know anything. You know, all these weird things you got to be right. ensign, ensign. I don't know. Yeah, you got to go like you. You like the so, swab, deck swab, deck swab, puke. <laughs> We're puke, making up our own puke, boat job. Puke guy like cleans up the puke. Yeah. 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 The guy the, that empties toilets. Yeah. Uh, um, barnacle cleaner barnacle cleaner right the barnacle, barnacle cleaner you know, um deck bleacher yeah i'm making up these own i'm making them up inflate galley, the toys inflate the toy, toy guy inflator toy inflator galley worker yeah yeah so there's a lot of jobs you have to do <laughs> and my question is like <laughs> the puke cleaner um yeah you know, there's a weird like person like a kardashian comes on your ship and you gotta like puke and you yeah, gotta clean it that's a job that's a job yeah so what i'm saying is like when captain lee <laughs> Before he was the captain. Yes. He must have he moved up the ranks. Up. He must have busted Plus, I'll give you something about red people. And you're like this too. They won't do a job. They won't ask you to do a job they haven't done themselves. Okay. So like, let's say a red person owns a restaurant. They have no problem. And this is why they have no problem. And this is the difference between red and greens. Okay. A red person has no problem being like, ah, oh, these dishes look like crap. Go redo them. Because they themselves wash those dishes correctly at some point. I'm actually a serious question here, being a red. Mm. Like, for me, it would be tough to start as the dishwasher. Right. Because, you know, I'm red. I want to be the leader right away. So yeah. So you think, like, Captain Lee or anyone like Captain Lee would have had issues, like, or maybe they just wanted to do those jobs really quickly. 
like move up the ranks really fast. Reds can work for other reds if they see the fairness mm-hmm. in and they see the upward movement. Right. If I get this job done and I do it correctly and I am respected, then it may and it makes sense. And I know okay. I'll get the next job. That's why reds do so well in the military. Right. Because it's like, I have a job. I do it right. I follow my orders. It makes sense. If I do this long enough, I will be chosen for the next, you know, okay. se- more senior position. Okay. And over and over again. Like, as long as you understand that there's a, a way to go up. As long as you see it and you know it's fair. And you don't like someone's, nothing pisses off a red more yeah. than someone's, like, nepotism or right. like someone's buddy gets in before you did and you did all the work. Then the reds will freak out. Mm-hmm. But those reds will you know, scrub those barnacles if they know that if they do a good job, their next season, they're doing something better than that. See, this is how I know I went too long with the teaching. Yeah. Because if I really was going to do it, I just would have went and been like a vice principal and a principal and I would have been into... You would have worked your way up. Yeah. Right. I would have kept going. Yeah. And and you could have. I think you really could have. I could have. But you would have had to care a lot more. Right. Because you really don't. And that's the proof proof that, you know... Well, you'd have to care more about like this is awful, but like almost like the teachers more than the students in a way. Like that's yeah. the thing in education. Like you have to, you're no longer dealing with kids one-on-one. You're kind of dealing with teachers and parents more one-on-one and like the system of it. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So Captain right, Lee, moving on. doing the right job, but right now he's a little fuzzy blue because of, yeah. you know, outside reasons. That's very okay. sad. Which is sad. Yeah. All right. So the next one, you made me watch this show mm, a couple of weeks so ago. Sorry. Called Cheer. Oh, Cheer Netflix. Cheer on Netflix. Oh, I did a whole post about it. If you haven't seen it on my Instagram, yes. I love Cheer. Wonderful. It was so good. You and we. I was so into it. And you're like, "What is this crap?" Like you were walking in, <laughs> like yelling at me for watching it, and I'm yeah. like, "Please stop talking. I need to watch it." And you're like, yeah. "What is this crap?" I will say, I only watched. <laughs> One full episode and two half episodes. And the whole time, I had to put the subtitles on because what is this crap was literally coming out of your mouth every 30 seconds. Like, what is this crap? <laughs> and the one that really actually irked me the most. And oh, I right. think, And I, I might be getting hate mail for this because I think people love her. <laughs> people love her. I know what, what you're going to say. I mean, I love that one kid that caught everybody. I don't know his name. But he would like, they'd throw a girl like 40 feet in the air and then the kid would just catcher oh yeah all those guys yeah. were like amazing and like you know i think he was like second team and one day he had a good team he was always a freaking maybe like yeah he, he, they would say like hey you're in no you're not hey and like what they say is you're on matt hey yeah. you're on matt no you're yeah. not a matt jerry was his jerry name. okay so i love that guy jerry was great but the, he was kind of, like she was always like you're on matt and he was like right. yay and then the next, like an hour yeah. later she's like never mind yeah and so, he was like okay Right. Being a red, this and her name is Coach Monica. Yes. She kinda irked me. She bought well, she's red and yellow. Right, which tell is, me about her. Okay, so she's red and yellow, which I get all excited because I love the show. She got red and yellow. She's actually yellow. And like it's interesting because she says she went she went to school for business. So she took all her business practices and she just threw them into making this program like her thing. So it bothers you because what you see is. Okay. Yeah, why is it why this does this is, lady? I'll bug tell me? you why this bothers you. Is because she makes it like I'm all I'm here for the kids. Right. Yes. And like a lot of these kids come from homes and stuff where I mean, here's the deal. Like cheer is a very dangerous sport. And there's no like it's not Olympic and there's nothing you can do after it. And a lot of parents probably put their kids in cheer. But at some point they're like, okay, we're done with this now. So a lot of these kids are amazing at it, but it's freaking dangerous. And they're completely dependent on this woman's approval to do what they like in life. So she threw herself instead of like making her own business 
or something, which she probably wanted to do. She like made this program and she says it's for the kids, but you're sensing it's for herself. That's what it is. Yeah. I, yeah, I think she's, you know, full of the the crap, basically. Yeah. Like, what is this crap? Yeah, you're, that's like, you what see her up. using these like very yes. soft minded yes. individuals. Yes. But you know what? They all have like two million followers on Instagram now. So they're well, good. That's thanks to Netflix, not her. She made that program. That's true. Okay. She made that program so like beyond amazing. Yeah. Netflix, you know, the world took wanted yeah, to put yeah, her on a so. stage. I mean, I just found you're right. I mean, that you hit the nail on the head there. I just found it That's strange why it bothers you. that every kid had like a like the horrible story. They had no one in their they lives. All horrible stories. And then here comes this woman. And she's like, "I'll be your mother figure, right. and, and, got the, and they'll do anything for her because yeah. they didn't have that. Anybody yeah. caring about yeah. them like that? Yeah. A lot of them. If I see any Kool Aid on the next episode, we know what's going to happen." <laughs> So Scott is all going to go to sleep in their so dorm. This was another. <laughs> Just good night. Say good night. Cheer team. They probably would. I mean, yeah. like I, it's a little cultish, but yeah. I think like to get a hundred concussions and still walk out on the mat and do it again. Like there's something wrong with you. Like you love it so much that that's what hmm. you do. All right. Next up, we have a person who refused to get read by you when you were going on your episode of the Real Housewives of Orange County. I picked. Vicky. Oh, yeah. Well, she was scared of psychics yeah. because the one called her out on faking cancer. Right. So, so you know. she's what, an insurance broker? So she actually, like in the 90s, like started her own insurance. Well, I think it was something. She started her own insurance, insurance company, Koto. Koto Insurance. Okay. But, okay, so Vicky's yellow and purple. So, like, yeah, that that suits her quite well. Yellow people, great with insurance. Like, the like system, like boring money stuff. Like, but she made it kind of fun because she's purple. So, like in the earlier episodes of Real Housewives of Orange County, she was like a lot funner, more fun, more, yeah. funner about it. She's a lot more fun about it. Like, um, she'd like to go drinking with her team and right. like motivate them that way and stuff. Now she's, you know, but, not like yeah. that so much. And I do recall, like, because I watched an episode here, episode there, like sure. every, every show. I don't, I don't, you know, I always recall her be like, I worked 78 hours this week. Oh, yeah. She's like, I'm a workaholic. Yeah. And then she'd be like, how many hours did you work, uh, you know, the other? Yeah. Housewife. She always made fun of them for not right. working. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be like, I work 92 hours. She's like, all. I can't do that. I work. I make yeah. my own money. Right. I do this. I so do she, that. that Which like, I feel like she did. Yeah. So she. Honestly. And I think does. they're like franchising it or something now. I mean, I'm sure she's doing. I think she's a smart business lady and yellow people usually are. Yeah. So, yeah, it fits her. I think like her. reality TV really fit her, too. Yeah. Because of that purple. But, man, the problem with her is her yellow got so dark. And this is my issue. And I talk about this in Throwing Shade and Aura Color, which is like another podcast they did dark yellows like are like because i told you so yellow like they will create a reality that you can't fight it like if you say like like that's why i always feel bad with her relationship with her daughter that brianna who has like all these autoimmune issues with her thyroid and stuff like that and i'm like this is because of your mother like honestly because she takes on so much of her mom's crap there's no reality except vicky's reality yeah so all right so that fits good fit all right next one i picked was a fan, like, for for the fans. This is for the fans. For the fans. I had to pick Pilot Pete. Pilot Pete! 17-year-old Pilot Pete, <laughs> who has been in the windmill many, many times. Many times in the windmill. Loves windmills. Has he taken you to the windmill? <laughs> I would assume if I met him. He'd take you to the windmill? He'd either take me to the windmill. Yeah. Or he would tell me about someone he, that he took he to the window. Yeah, like window. if he's not into, you know, guys, you know. He yeah. actually looks a little bit better now. He aged, I think, a few years with that scar. They made him grow a beard. And the scar. And the scar. I swear, like, they're, they're trying to age him a, lo- yeah. a little bit. 
I think they put that scar on. I don't even think it's a real scar. Oh, I think you they, think it's fake? It's, I think it's a plastic surgeon scar. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like they create... Oh, it's not even makeup. No. They, they made a, a plastic scar. surgeon, the guy from, you know, botched, came on Terry, okay. made the scar, yeah, said, you look, from you look seven years older now. He does. He actually does look older. Yeah, he looks better. More, And he probably felt more women would go to the windmill with him. Mm. That's a lot more windmill time. Yeah. I wish he had a better story about how he got that scar, except he was kind of drunk and ran into a golf cart. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's kind of sad. Was the golf cart on the way to the windmill? Yes. Okay. <laughs> So anyways, he's right. green and he's a pilot. And I think he actually is a pilot. I think he works for Delta. Like I, you guys can correct me, but I think he still does. But yeah, that fits him. Green people like to do stuff like that. Yeah. And green. not that not that Pilot Pete needs any help, but Pilot Pete, if you're listening, Jumanji. Jumanji, Pilot Pete. Jumanji for you. Okay. <laughs> that might help you with your windmill activities. <laughs> I crack myself up. All right. You do. We Next we have, you know, Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. Good, great show. I watched it twice. Yes, it's your favorite show ever. <laughs> I could watch one episode a season before I want to shoot myself in the head. <laughs> and Shayna. Shayna. So I think Shayna, and guys, again, correct me, I feel like she's the only one that still actually waitresses there. <laughs> like, like how many, like 10 years later, like I like, think maybe you can still get a cocktail from her or like something. Why? Why is she still there? That'd be like me still working at Domino's or something. You know, there's some sort of... Two things. One, hey, it keeps around the show. You know, there's a there's a sense of surreality there. Like sub, like it's kind of like sub reality. Like she's yeah. oh, actually works there. She can stay on the show because she's still waitresses there. She must be an incredible waitress. I often wonder if it's like also she only works like three months a year during filming or something. Who knows? Sure. I mean, but anyways, she's super purple. She's actually quite nice. I have yeah. to say, like, like you've communicated with her. Yeah, I've communicated. We, like we've, we've tried to connect, and she's tried for us. She's like really yeah, no, sweet. We're definitely one day. I think you're gonna yeah we'll have a setup she's a reading. Been, She's very purple. So like purple people I do often see in the food service industry only because it's fun. You don't take your work home with you. You know, the schedules are regular, you know, like, you know, it's not, it's not like life or death, you know what I mean? But you can make good money, but then entertainment, like she must be an actress, you know, like she's tried singing all that. So I think it's serves her acting and performance purposes. Sure. All right. A little strange that she's still the waitress. I think that's interesting to me. Okay. All right. Now, this one you might okay. not know. This is actually a show I do watch sometimes uh, when you're not around mm. and there's nothing else on. Mm. And I'm flipping through the, the channels. Yeah. And I like this show. And again, I've only watched a few episodes, but American Pickers. You love American Pickers. And I like the guy, Mike. Mike Wolf. Mike Wolf. Mm-hmm. He seems so authentic. Yeah. Loves this stuff. Yeah. His job has got to match his aura, I think, right? The only problem I have with that show is, like, you know they know what they're walking into before they walk into it. Like, so I hate when I can pick up on a show, like, pr- like how they produce it or whatever. But anyways, yeah. Like, so it's interesting because you'd think he'd be green because he's so, like, into the minutia of each thing that he collects. But he's really red. He's red. He's a red guy, but he's like red and blue and it's very balanced. So I feel like that fits him. That's his hobby. You know, he makes his money doing that. I feel like he loves bartering, which you do too, actually. Yeah, no, I, I like when I, we went through our garage sale phase years ago, like you yeah. loved that. 
Yeah, I did. garage I sale did. phase. Do other couples have garage sale phases? We've had a lot of phases. We have. That was a phase. It was a phase. Remember, we used to do textbooks. We like go oh, around. Oh, we used to sell our. Oh my god, we used to sell uh, student textbooks. Yeah, we figured that was out when I was in my yeah. masters. Yeah. Yeah, we figured out a system where the professors at the end of the trimester, yeah. would put all the books out in front of their door. Yeah, they were like just take them. Yeah, and they needed them for next year, so we would yeah. take them, sell them on Amazon. I, I was a poor student. Yeah, made a lot of money that way. Yeah, we did. We made good money. I made my all my school book money back. Man, we're always thinking of ideas. I know. That's our thing. We're always thinking. It was fun. Though. We used to like to get the books, and I'd be yeah. like, "Oh my god, yay!" And we'd make like five hundred bucks, and I could go buy more books. And you know what I like about him too? <laughs> I wonder if people oh. still have to buy books for school. No, <laughs> they're, they're online digi- now. No, digital? they're digitally implanted in your head now. Oh, yeah, they just like put, Black Mirror. Yeah, they just put a little chip in there. <laughs> we should make an episode of Black Mirror. Or that Mirror lock and like key that. where they just throw the book in the door. We could have been the know. only people that watched it on Netflix. So I don't know. All right, go ahead. I'm watching more Netflix than ever. <laughs> The other thing I like about him, and again, it's probably the producers, right. I'm sure, but I do really like that if someone under like underprices their item, yeah. he'll pay them more. Do you think that could be the producers? Yeah, but you know he doesn't rip them off. Yeah, At least they show that he doesn't. That's rip a them red off. person fairness. Like red yeah. people are very fair. They yeah. don't like to be. They don't like. It's not winning if it's not a fair fight. Right. I think that's a red person thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I like that. Like he likes to educate them a little bit too. That's blue. He likes to educate them on what they're getting and things or what they have. Sure. Okay. Now, the last one is kind of funny. Okay. This is a guy. He calls himself Deeny Babies. What? Yeah, just, oh, my God. From The like, Bachelor? Instead of Beanie Babies, oh, yeah, which from were the phony as all shit. But here we got Deeny Babies. So probably all, also phony as all. You know what? Like, like, what is his job? You know, like, you have all yeah. these, like, bad, like, a lot of Bachelor people. Dean, he lived in a van. He lived in a van. He grew, like, a, like a lot of facial hair. Right. He, he had that dad that was, like, a kind of guru-y. He takes pictures with a dog. Oh. Right? He... Yeah, I'm looking at his Instagram oh, you're on right his now, Instagram. and it's like him on this beach, him on this beach, he's got like this little person he hangs out with here named... That's Kaylin. Kaylin, who also yeah. seems like maybe they share the same career. They probably share a toothbrush. They probably share a toothbrush. They're in the mountains. <laughs> they look like that They're type of thing. couple. And like there's all videos of it, him on a cliff, him like on top of like a great white shark wrestling it. Yeah, yeah. He's um, very green. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, each picture has like 40 million likes. Yeah. And it's like, well, why? Like, why are you like, first of all, why are you liking that? Like, why would anyone like that? Are you talking to the listeners right now? Yeah, I'm talking to the listeners. You're like, like why do you like Dean's like, photos? Scott wants to know. Yeah, like, why would you like that? Why would you care <laughs> enough to actually hit the like button on that of a guy just like standing on a rock? No, he really wants to know your psychology behind that. Because I'm assuming the only way that Deanie Babies, <laughs> other than maybe if he's selling Beanie Babies, makes money is through these pictures on Instagram. Social media. Yeah. So basically, yeah. in essence, every time you like it, you're paying for his vacation. Because people care. Yeah. He makes a lot of money on social media. Sure. And that's his job. Yeah. Like, they get paid to travel. You can get, like, incredibly wealthy just through being an influencer. Okay. That's so a job. That's a job. Being an influencer. So you're telling me the job is I go take a picture of myself on a mountaintop. Yeah. Put it on Instagram. Yeah, like, you tag it correctly and you, like... That's a job. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So that's his job. Well, if you have a good agent or I think a good PR, like you kind of work it out with them. And mm. I don't know. It's like a cycle. Like once you're kind of in the system, it's like, I don't know. It's weird. It's like a machine that feeds itself. What, what are What is his colors again? He's green. He's green okay. and purple. He's got that guru green thing going right. on. Kaylin fits right in with it because she's a bit of a follower, but in an, she's very empathically absorbent. So I feel like she can deal with him because she's not going to like make him okay. not do his thing. Like if you want to be with Dean, you got to do his thing. Okay. He's and just kind of a wanderer. You got to kind of follow him wandering. He's, he's wandering. She seems fine with that. So he's like they that, seem like a good man. Yeah, like that movie uh, we saw where the guy like dies in a bus. 
In the last. Oh uh, yeah. Well, oh man. Not the name of the movie, but. Pretty, oh, you know, the wild. He reminds me of that what guy. That? Oh, Beanie Babies or Beanie Babies. Here. It's gonna bother me. Yeah, the we'll, name we'll of get that up movie. after. Yeah. But it's so interesting to me, like that. I don't know. This must be a red thing, right? I'm, I'm assuming like people care for certain. You don't understand social media. There's a reason why people are hitting the like button. Yeah. Like I understand like hitting the like button if there's good content. You know, I understand. Yeah, that. good content. Yeah. yeah. Like but, you made me learn something today. Yeah, you learn or something whatever. or whatever. Yeah, that's what yeah, I try I, to do. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But like why would you hit the like button if someone's just like showing off their great life yeah. that you don't know? Like if you know them. Like don't get me wrong. If right. I know someone and they're on vacation, oh, of course I'll like it because, you know, a nice thing to do. Yeah. But if I don't know them, is that like a red thing? Like I, I just yes. – like, why would I care? Yeah. And why would I actually support you, you know, living that lifestyle – for like a free vacation or whatever you'd get out of that. That's right. Yeah. So anyway. I think it's called Into the Wild, that Into book you wild. were talking about. Into the Wild. Into the Wild. I think so. Is that right? And he dies that, in a, he's a guru. Yeah, I think it's, dies yeah. in a bus and doesn't yeah. believe in money. Yeah, Into the Wild. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Jumanji. <sighs> yes. All I'm right. Out. I, I, you know what? I'm out. I can't handle he's it. He's out. Hey guys, closing it up, just want to give a special thanks to ThriveNaturals.com. Remember, you can get 20% off with the code MMThrive20. And I want to thank you, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family, for all your feedback, support, and all that you are. Take care, guys.